Welcome to Quill Sword Blogcast. Is China collapsing? Is China collapsing? Yes. Is China collapsing tomorrow? No. Is China collapsing in three days? No. Is China collapsing next week? No. Is China collapsing next month? No. Is China collapsing... Wait, how many of these stupid China is China collapsing in X days videos did you binge anyway? China is not in its final phase of collapse that I can tell. Nation states don't collapse quickly. It takes usually several years from the first domino to the final one. I think we might be midway through the China is collapsing show. Will China necessarily collapse? No, it's always possible that the CCP can get its collective act together and actually govern well enough to fix the system rather than attack the brush fires. But it ain't looking good for that right now. Okay, let's deal with the elephants in the room. Nation states can collapse in multiple ways and they can occur separately or together. China appears to be in economic trouble but economists are not universal in expecting a full collapse. But I'm not an economist, so I'll leave that form of collapse alone. The main political forms are party, government, and nation-state. There's a lot of overlap, so don't get hung up on those terms. Party collapse is routine in democracies and deadly in one-party states. China is a one-party state and, in my estimation, is heading for some form of party collapse. Because it is a one-party state, China will have a government collapse to go along with it. Government, or administration in U.S. terminology, collapses are fun to watch in parliamentary systems where nation-states change governments like socks. But they are very, very dangerous in authoritarian countries like China. This will be very bad. Nation-state collapses are like what happened in Sri Lanka, Cuba, and North Korea. Nothing works, and the government, if it survives, is ineffectual. There's not a lot of difference between a failed state and a collapsed state beyond what side of the international spectrum is propping them up or helping pick up the pieces. Let's just say Russia and China both stink at the picking up pieces part. And yes, North Korea is a collapsed nation-state. It exists as an independent nation-state because China doesn't want a physical border with a democracy of any sort, least of all South Korea. North Korea is governed, such as it is, by useful idiots that can be thrown rather cheap little bones when they become too annoying. No need to install a puppet when North Korea's government is such a cheap date. Cuba is in its final collapse, as it can no longer sponge off their ideological comrades. Basically, Russia lost interest decades ago, and Venezuela is broke. Cuba will go out with a whimper, not a bang. The only people left in Cuba are so beaten down that they don't really have the will to fight for themselves. And when there's nothing left but scraps, the government will eat itself, and what emerges will come to the U.S., hat in hand. China, however, is a special case. It is far from broke, but its people are already giving up in places. That's not causing the collapse, but it is a really bad sign. 
China cannot handle an economic downturn of any real depth. Not because the people will rise up, but because they won't. If there is no hope, people just quit trying. They get by with less and less, and they just don't try to improve. It's a downward death spiral that is exacerbated by an authoritarian government, especially one as comically and tragically incompetent as the CCP. We're already seeing this happen with the lying flat and the let it rot trends. But more importantly, the CCP is made up of people, as are the defense forces, the police, and other implementers of the CCP's will. All of those people expect better lives for their service to the CCP, and as the economy withers, the CCP cannot keep up its end of that bargain. Police go home to find upset families that can't go out or buy things. Government officials find that there's less money to be made as the people stop working hard. You can't cheat people out of something when they have nothing. Lower-level party members want the perks, but the shops are closing and Western companies are trickling out. This is not what these folks signed up for. That realization begins the internal pressure. China's pie is getting smaller, and a lot of fingers are already in that pie. Fingers that directly serve the CCP. Here's where the factional splits get wider and more aggressive. These are things that were probably already happening at the upper levels of the CCP for other reasons, but they become much more dangerous to the CCP itself as it spreads to the lower levels. Ambitious party members see their hopes of power dwindle. Greedy members see their graft funds diminishing. Members who just wanted to retire to the Riviera see the borders closing. Disconsent in the public is dangerous. Disconsent in the party is deadly. But the party is still their best bet for getting what they want, so the small fry go along or even try to help shore up the party. If they are lucky, they are rewarded. But upper echelons will likely misconstrue their initiative as undermining the power of the central party and almost certainly overreact. This stops the bleeding for a while as everyone else falls in line so as not to not end up executed, but it also sends the message that the party cannot be trusted. They fall in line, but no longer really try to save the party as they have no idea how to do that safely. I think, outside looking in, China is in about this stage. There's already a lot of dry rot in the CCP. Corruption does that. And the purge, as Z took power, his anti-corruption campaign thing, pretty much whipped the dogs into line. But whip dogs don't fight for you or work their best for you. They either just lay down or they actively look for a way out. China as a nation-state has a laundry list of things going hysterically wrong right now. Real estate collapse, bank runs, bank protests, lockdown protests, lockdowns, insane C-19 policies, historic floods, historic droughts, 
Being geographically big can be a pain that way. International conflicts. Potential loan defaults coming out of Africa. Foreign investment pulling out. Being export dependent. Having zero allies. Facing possible secondary sanctions. And the scary yet funny arms race with the U.S. This mess would be a massive challenge to a healthy government. The CCP ain't healthy. Dystopian power is still dystopian. Its current solution is blame the U.S. That Nancy Pelosi made them look like utter fools did nothing to help that strategy to work. All the CCP succeeded in doing is increase the pace of foreign investment flight. No one wants to do business with a nation-state ruled by crackpots, especially not communist ones. Those guys will steal all your stuff. Eventually, the USS Ronald Reagan will merrily sail straight through the Taiwan Straits. There have already been U.S. cruisers sent through the Straits. See, for most nation-states, using the U.S. as the big baddie works because everyone at home already knows their nation-state isn't a peer of the U.S. But China has the opposite going on. Their people, especially the diehard CCP supporters, truly believe China is superior economically and militarily to the U.S. Every time the U.S. pushes back just to maintain international waters, China, and especially the CCP, looks weak. The CCP is built on a reputation of strength that it cannot afford to lose. No, the Chinese people won't rise up, but they also won't bother to work their best or nearly as many hours. Their lives have been devastated by the CCP's economic mismanagement, and now they can't even believe that their beloved China will one day topple the United States of America. A weak CCP is nothing to believe in, and the people simply won't keep trying in the face of hopelessness. No people will. The entire Chinese bone continues to get smaller, and the dogs of the CCP get more and more aggressive fighting for their bite. Authoritarian nation-states collapse from within, and China looks to be no different. So is China collapsing? Yes. But you've got plenty of time to run to the lobby for more popcorn. The second act is only just beginning.